Hello, welcome to Let's Reset. Today's Tuesday. Today we're going to be going over a topic of extreme ownership. Uh, first, welcome. My name is Rich Main. Thank you guys for listening and continuing to listen. I've got some feedback recently, and I really, really appreciate you guys reaching out and letting me know um, how this is affecting you guys because this is that's the whole purpose. It's not about me. It's about being able to help you. And to hear that coming from so many of you, that it just really just keeps it going and really appreciate that, guys. And today, I'll talk about a concept of extreme ownership. You know, last week we talked about how if you, uh, the day you stop learning is the day we start dying. And, you know, recently I've been talking about two books that I've been reading, Extreme Ownership and The Dichotomy of Leadership both by Jocko Willing and Lave Batham, former Navy SEALs, and absolutely amazing books. Agree with every single concept in the book, and one of them I want to bring to you today, and it's this concept of extreme ownership, and how that can vastly improve um, our mindset, vastly improve our day-to-day life, and how we move forward from here. Okay. Basic concept of extreme ownership is exactly what it says in the name. Is we must take extreme ownership with everything that goes in our life. And for example, I'm trying to think of an example. For example, If keeping the house clean, if it's not clean, even it's just the little things, maybe it's not even your stuff. Maybe it's your kids' things. Extreme ownership. It's your fault that the house isn't clean. And I know that sounds crazy, especially parents out there. You have kids who just don't. That just, that just don't clean the house. Completely understand. But here's, here's, here's how the concept of extreme ownership kicks in. Taking extreme ownership. You know what? It's on me that the house isn't clean. Not because you didn't pick or clean the house or clean after your kids. But maybe it's because we haven't emphasized clearly or demonstrated clearly, you know, consequences or things like that. What happens when it's not clean? Maybe it's having a conversation with, you know, maybe it's up to you. You take extreme ownership to have that conversation with whoever's not cleaning the house or picking up after their things and explain Really deeply, why to clean the house? One, it could be for personal sanity. I just I need the house clean for me to be able to work efficiently, for me to be able to cook dinner for you guys. Two, keeping the house clean on a day to day basis, building good habits, and explaining how. That little habit of keeping the house clean daily 
as kids grow grow older, will create a habit of doing things when they need to be done, not procrastinating. And explain how that can be important. Now, when it comes to, let's say, your job, right? It's a team project. It's a team. It's a group project. It's a group effort. Group, uh, whatever it is, you're working with somebody to get something done. There's a deadline. And you know what? The entire thing wasn't finished by that deadline. But your part was finished. Your part was finished. Taking extreme ownership. And realizing, you know what? I finished my part. I should have helped out with the other part. Or maybe you realize, you know, I finished my part and realize the other person had too much on their plate and I should have taken some of it off. The reason why, especially in this scenario right here, that extreme ownership will help day-to-day living and resetting that mindset. Say it's a work. Let's let's go back to that group project. You finish yours, your part. Your partner didn't finish by the deadline. All of a sudden, there's consequences, right? Typically, in work, you don't finish the deadline. There's some type of consequences. Your project doesn't get picked. Um, maybe it affects pay, affects bonus, whatever it is, right? Not taking extreme ownership. All of a sudden, you have this this anger or this this part where you're upset inside of you at your partner. And they could be they could be a really great coworker or even a really great friend. But internally you're upset because of what's going on with this situation and this group this group project at work and not meeting the deadline. If we start putting it on other people all of a sudden, we let anger, frustration, and all these negative things into our mind. And that alone brings us down and does not let us perform or react or even just live to our best ability. Now, if we flip that and take extreme ownership on this part, you know what, Jerry, it's my fault. The reason I went with Jerry is because I recently watched Parks and, Parks and Rec. And that's hilarious. That dude, that, that dude just n- never got to go by his real name. By like Jerry, Larry, Terry. It's hilarious. If you haven't watched it, really funny. Really is. Um... It's actually where we named our cat. We have a cat. We named her Tammy Swanson. I'll tell you right now, she lives up to her name. Hilarious. I just had to share that with you guys. Why Jerry came to mind. Okay. Group projects with Jerry. Didn't finish his part. You know what? I take extreme ownership. You know, Jerry, it's my fault that we didn't get this done. And he's really confused because he's, it's his part that wasn't finished. Your part's completely done. looks great. Or my part's done. looks great. He's completely confused why I'm saying it's my fault. 
that our project is done. You know, you know what, Jerry? I could have, I could have taken a little load off the plate. I didn't know that you were going through this, you know, what was going on. You had all this extra work. Um, I should have asked to help out. You know, I could have done a little bit more because I had the time and the effort that I could have put forth in it. Now, in this, in this situation, there is no way that when you take ownership, even if it's technically, like, quote unquote, someone else's fault, even though the, the concept of extreme ownership that it is no one's else's fault, it is literally entirely on us. But, unquote unquote, when it's someone else's fault, and we take, take extreme ownership, there's no way, there's no situation where another person gets upset at you for taking extreme ownership when it was, quote unquote, not your fault. So Jerry here, it's not, he's not going to be mad at me. We'll grow a greater, closer relationship moving forward. And understand how to work better together. You know, so take your extreme ownership. Jerry, where could have, what part was the struggling part that I could have helped out on? And asking and moving forward like that. Rather than being upset and not taking extreme ownership, putting it on Jerry. All of a sudden, he no longer wants to work with me in a group project. We don't learn how to coerce, coerce or work closer together. Work more efficiently. We just, we just created this animosity towards each other. It's just not, it's not beneficial moving forward. That's in any work project, any work environment. You know, the, the relationship between a part, between two people never gets closer when you express a negative emotion or negative feelings towards another person. Never gets, never gets closer. Creates distance. Here's one. Here's one. This is this might hit some people here. Relationships. Extreme ownership. A either a friend or even a uh, even in an intimate relationship, you know, a significant other does something that hurts us you know things that we don't we wish they wouldn't do now there's there's certain circumstances to this that I understand that are greater but I'm talking minimal stuff here when it comes to relationships you know that friend he says or does things she, he or she says or does things that hurts us internally Ideally, it's our fault that he did that they did that. Probably because we haven't fully expressed exactly how we feel when when he or she says those things. Typically, when we a lot of times in relationships, when we are hurt, a lot of times it's our own fault. We didn't it's our fault we didn't express. We weren't clear and precise in our desires or 
and what what causes what causes things for us to be hurt. We lack the communication side and taking extreme ownership in that. Because then, then it takes the mindset on the world like, you know, instead of being the victim and you have no idea how to correct it or it just keeps happening over and over again with friends, with significant others. If we learn how to be more precise, more clear, take extreme ownership and work on ourselves and how to clearly communicate then things improve. I'm I'm obsessed with this uh, extreme ownership concept. You know, I've never been one to put blame things on others. Um, Don't get me wrong, I have. Completely have. I'm not going to say I've never done that. Um, I don't like to. But I have. You know, natural, natural emotions and how how we react sometimes as human beings. But after reading this book, I'm really going to be intentional about applying this in my own life. And I really hope you will as well. Because, man, it's just absolutely amazing. Like reading the different stories, different things about extreme ownership uh, that they took in, in the Navy SEALs, you know, that they had to take care of. So he talks about how one of them, uh, they're both Navy SEALs, and they were both in charge of people in general, whether it was the entire task unit or or in a smaller, smaller in charge of the, um, or the platoon leader, whatever it was. If something went wrong in anything, they completely, 100% took ownership. Explained why they were taking ownership. And every single member of that Navy SEALs team. They had better trust within them. They worked harder for them. And even the leadership above them saw saw that and approved them for more missions moving forward than any other um, SEALs team that was on the ground at the time with them. The benefits and the rewards are much greater of taking extreme ownership than blaming others. If that isn't a reason right there to apply that to your life, maybe we got to find something stronger. Now I always ask a question. My question to you is, what area in your life are you not taking extreme ownership in? What area in your life are you not taking extreme ownership in? For me, it was my my cleanliness in the kitchen. You know, sometimes I just, I'm tired and I, and I don't do the dishes. And I'm fixing that. It could be little things. You know, I'm sharing with you guys. There's things I need to work on just as much as you. 
I'm just sharing with you on this journey. I hope I can help somebody out. Where in your life do you need to take extreme ownership? I challenge you to take extreme ownership in your life for the next week. Next couple days. Watch the difference. Witness the difference, the change in your life moving forward. I guarantee it'll be positive. Guarantee it. Guarantee 100% it's going to be a positive change. And saying that, I know a lot of people desire change. A lot of people want change, but nobody wants to change. For those of us that don't want to change, change is is inevitable. It's just a matter of whether or not you go in the right direction. Thank you for listening on the topic of extreme ownership. You know, I'm very excited about moving forward and different topics that we're going to bring to you on the month of February. Uh, listen up for, I was also very excited how what happened on Faith Friday, this past Friday, and what's coming forward in this next one. Uh, continue to listen, continue to reach out. Um, really appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. My name is Rich Main. And I'll talk to you guys next week.